or what is the reason for possible podcasting podcasting but don't know how do you want to make money from your podcast do you want your podcast to be broadcast on various platforms you have one single answer to all your question anchor anchor helps you to create and edit your podcast it shares your podcast across various other podcasting platforms like spotify breaker google podcast all you need to do is anchor this cannot record your podcast and anchor does the rest anchor the one stop podcasting platform for you morning welcome to another episode of history under your feet today we take a look at one of the greatest queens of indian history rani ahilya bai holkar indian history has its own share of great women throughout the ages who played a significant roles be it the gone queen rani durgavati who defied emperor akbar or the brave rani lakshmibai of jhansi In such an illustrious pantheon there was Ahilya Bai Holkar the daughter-in-law of Malhara Holkar the founder of the Holkar kingdom without at a young age she took over as a queen and takes up place in history among other great queens like Catherine II of Russia Elizabeth I of England and Margaret I of Denmark known for her wisdom and administrative ability she rebuilt many Hindu temples offered facilities for pilgrims and built a new capital at Maheshwar on the banks of the Narmada On the 31st of May 1725 Ahilya Bai was born in the Ahmednagar district of Maharashtra to a Dangar village pattern Malgoji Shinde. Though she did not go to school nevertheless her father taught her to read, read and write at home. Fortune unexpectedly came her way when the ruler of Malwa Malhara Holkar stopped at a village on his way to Pune and saw the 8 year old girl at a temple. Impressed by her piety he took her home as a bride for his son Khandero. Married in 1733 tragedy struck Ahilya Bai when her husband was killed in the size of Kumer fort by a cannonball it's believed a grief stricken Ahilya Bai wanted to commit sati but her father-in-law dissuaded her saying she was needed more than ever now as there was no male heir and only she could take care of the kingdom Malhar Rao trained Ahilya Bai in administrative and military matters he had full faith in her ability and she did not let him down Proceed to Gwalior after crossing the Chambal. You may hold there for five days. You should keep your big artillery and arrange for its ammunition as much as possible. This is an excerpt from excerpt from a letter that illustrates Malhar Rao's fame in Ahilya Bai. When Malhar Rao passed away in 17, 1766, and his son Malhar Rao took over, but he was too weak to rule over and passed away. She petitioned the Peshwa to take over the reign of Malwa herself as she had been trained in military and administration by them though some of the nobles objected to this she had the full support of the Holkar army on many occasions Ahilya Bai had led the army herself from the front armed with bows and arrows on her elephant the Peshwa granted her permission to rule in 1767 and she was ably assisted by Tukoji Rao Holkar the commander in chief of the army and her adopted son too in a way with Tukoji Rao advising her on military matters Ahilya Bai proceeded to rule over Malwa in a wise and sagacious manner. She never let personal rivalries affect her administration. Once reinstated a Brahmin who had opposed earlier. She never observed Parda held daily darbars and was always accessible to the public. Her first principle of government appears to have been moderate and almost a sacred respect for the native rights of village officers and proprietors of land as per Sir John Malcolm. She heard every complaint in person and so strong was her sense of duty that 
She is represented not only patient but unbeard in investigation of the most insignificant cases. Ahalya Bai ruled at a time when the whole of Central India Maharashtra was facing power struggles one way or other, as well as intense battles being fought for the throne. It was due to her credit that during a 30-year-long reign, Malwa was now once attacked and remained an oasis of stability and peace. While Indore developed under Ahalyabai's reign into a prosperous trading centre, she also developed her own capital at Maheshwar on the banks of the Narmada. She built many forts, roads and malwa, donated to temples and sponsored many Hindu festivals. She also built many temples, ghat, wells, tanks outside malwa to all over India. Maheshwar during her time turned out to be a centre for literature and art. The famous Marathi poet Moropant, the Shahir Anandapadi, was patronized by her as well as the Sanskrit scholar Kushali Ram. The textile industry flourished in Maheshwar and the city is home to the famous Maheshwari Sari. She also patronized many craftsmen, sculptures, artists who made the city their home. Trade was increased in the kingdom and many merchants, farmers, cultivators rose to affluence during her time. Ahalyabad treated her subjects like her own children and invested a lot of money in public works. Trees were planted along roads, wells were dug and rest houses set up for travellers. She reached out to the poor and homeless, giving them shelter and dignity. When the bills were harassing the caravans, she talked out with them and persuaded them to give up their nomadic lifestyle and granted them land for cultivation. Her daily routine was quite simple. She rose an hour before daybreak to say her prayers, read the scriptures and distributed alms to Brahmins. After breakfast, she took a short break and then attended Darbar, listening to people settling disputes, taking decisions on administrative matters. A devout Shaivite, she would mark Sri Shankara on all royal proclamations along with her signature. While Ahalyabai built and has also repaired many temples all over India, some of her more famous works are rebuilding the Kashi Vashimath temple after it was destroyed by Aurangajib. There is also an Ahalya Ghat at Varanasi as well as the Ahalya Dwarkeshwar temple. Apart from that, she also repaired the Manikarnika and the Sasvamedh Ghats and built the Dharmashalas there. The Chatriya of her father-in-law Balhara Fulkar was built at Alampur in MP as well as many temples here. Also built the Tretaram temple in Ayodhya. From Badrinath to Dwarka, from Omkareshwar to Puri, from Gaya to Rameshwaram, every holy pilgrimage site in India had a contribution in one way or another from Ahilyabai Holkar, be it temples, ghats, dharmashala, sponsoring of pujas. She did a yeoman service to the cause of Hinduism. On 30th August 1795, Ahilyabai Holkar passed away, but her legacy would remain forever in the form of temples, public works, chitris and dharamshalas. At every major pilgrimage centre in India, you would find some memory of her work and not to mention Maheshwar in itself, Naman to one of the greatest queens and women in Indian history.